0: Ben Miller here from the West Side Lions Podcast. We've got a fun one for you today, but first let's get our introductions out of the way. Like I said, I am Ben Miller. I am your host here at the West Side Lions Podcast. You can find me on Twitter at Lions West Side. Check us out on there. Make sure you give us a follow. With me, as always, is Jacob Krieg. Jake, how are you today? I'm very good today. How are you, Ben? Oh, man, I'm doing good. I'm feeling good. We're getting closer to the draft. Just a month away. I know we are both so excited about that. We have been just waiting and waiting and waiting. Free agency is nearing the ending point. It's, you know, all of the big stuff has already happened. So now we're in the waiting game for the draft. And this is where people like us go insane. Because... We just sit here and we predict and we do lots of different predictions and we're you know sitting here doing calculations. Well, what if this happens? Then this and we're ready for the draft to come. Are you feeling the same way that I am?
1: I'm doing. I I feel the exact same way. I'm doing like three mock drafts a day now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's an obsession, and we are so
0: here for it. So let's move in. Um, Austin is not with us today um hopefully he will be back on with our next podcast um but today we've got a couple things we want to talk about specifically there are some big news that broke for the lions um jared goff our new quarterback which is still weird for me to say um he has restructured his contract now and um kind of spread out his cap a little bit for us He, he freed up i think it was like 23 mil for this year which is good we need it to fill all the different spots in our team um so let's talk about that first um a lot of lions fans when jared goff came in to be our quarterback saw him as a quarterback for our team this year and really that was maybe the extent of what they saw him because after this year he had no dead cap money if we were to cut him um now there's a little bit more. Um, he is now with the dead cap money that he would have, he is pretty much locked in to be our quarterback for this year and the and next year. Um, he does he did add on two more years to his contract, but his dead cap money after next year would be only around like 10 million dollars and that's not a huge cap hit at all. So it, realistically, we could still move on from him after two years if that is needed. Um, but what were your first thoughts when you saw this restructuring
1: of Jared Goff? I was, I was honestly very happy, and it made me think, okay, okay, he wants to be a team player, and he has something to prove. Um, he said it himself that he's here to win. And even though we might not win this year, which is very likely that we don't, the following year, I think we have a good rebuild going that we could have success soon. And Jared Goff wants that because he was always looked at as the, oh, he's the average quarterback in LA. But he has the talent to be better than that. And I think he really wants to show that in Detroit.
0: Yeah, I think that would be really cool uh, to see from him is that high level of play and and if we can get that for what he restructured for and and he shows that and he can continue to be our starter, you know, it's a pretty good deal for us at that point with his restructure. Um I know we've talked about it a little bit before. Are you were you in the mindset of getting some young guy this year or next year? Um, having him sit behind Jared Goff and, and then cutting Jared Goff once he's ready to go or, or what's your mindset of what the future of this
1: quarterback position looks like? Um, it de- it de- honestly depends on the player. Like if it's, um, the few players I'd give an exception to would be the top four quarterbacks in this draft. Um, uh, Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields, Zach Wilson, and Trey Lance. But we don't really need to do that because I think we really need to give Jared Goff a chance. And by putting someone behind him, I think it's just preparing him to get cut. And we need to show him that we trust him so he can play well. Okay. Um, so,
0: because I'm going to play devil's advocate here, let's just assume that the level of play from Jared Goff does not improve from what it was this past year with the Rams, which was not good. If we're going to be honest, it was not good. They had his backup as the starter for some of those games last year. Um, if that does not improve, how do you assume that we fix the quarterback position, whether it's you know next year or wherever? How, how would we go about that, do you think?
1: Um, maybe trading for a late round, um, like maybe a fourth, fifth, sixth rounder, or trading for just cap space, basically. Well, I mean, like, where where do we get our next quarterback then, though? Because
0: from what reports have said, next year's quarterback draft is
1: very bad, and um, I would not say that. I think there's some talent that needs to be proved. Mm-hmm. I think I like a lot of the names heading into the draft, but of course they have one more season to play. Yeah. But I I think that if Jared Goff does not play well at all, like he did this season, that we head to the draft and, put, and use one of our Rams picks for the quarterbacks because a quarterback will fall to us if the – Cause the Rams, we let's assume the Rams make the playoffs, um, and that one of those players falls to us, um, a quarterback falls to us uh, in the pick twenties or thirties. one of them will fall to us. Like um, I'm right now. There's Sam Howell from North Carolina. There's Spencer Rattler from Oklahoma. Jaden Daniels from Arizona State. I could see Jaden Daniels falling to us in the pick in the 20s. And I wouldn't mind that because he's played very well at Arizona state.
0: See, the only issue I have with that is assuming that a top quarterback in a draft class falls to the 20s or wherever the lions are drafting at that point. Um, And I guess that's kind of like a good segue into um, this section is um because of that situation that they're not sure what the quarterback position looks like in the future, they want to have a draft pick super early like top three draft pick is what they're wanting So a lot of these fans are wanting the Lions to are assuming the Lions will be just like an O and 16 or 17 game this year team um but I don't see that happening. I don't see them getting a top three. I, honestly, with a top five draft pick, I highly doubt that. And that's usually where if you've got top quarterback prospects, that's where those quarterbacks are going, is within the top five picks. Um, so what, I mean, what do you say for fans that are sitting here and wanting the team to tank for that position
1: um i'd say wait till like the midpoint to decide what what's happening we should give golf eight games okay um if golf does horrible then in the first like eight games and yeah let's and we have one win then yeah let's end the season there and we let's get a quarterback if there if there's a a top tier quarterback that's go. That's at the top of the list.
0: So if that happens, and just assuming Goff does not play well, you know, I'm playing devil's advocate here. If he does not play well, um, I'm assuming we probably won't go over 500 for the season. So, you know, we're sitting bottom half of the league probably. And I mean, we have draft capital that we received from the Rams that we could probably move up and get a quarterback if that's something that we were wanting to do, or I mean, we see it all the time. Quarterbacks, especially this offseason, we see it a ton. Quarterbacks being traded left and right. You know, Russell Wilson had had, um, talks about him possibly getting traded, but it's not looking like that's going to happen anymore. Deshaun Watson wants to get traded. I mean, Matthew Stafford, I mean, it just happens that most likely we might be able to find a quarterback somewhere with the draft capital that we have instead of trying to tank. And then we also have the positive of, you know, we can prove that we're building something here. We're not a bad organization. We are building towards a future winner. If we finish our season 500, or you know, or 8 or you know, whatever, you know, if we're improving, that's something that, the, that our players are going to keep buying into. We're not going to lose our players' interest. We're not going to have free agents not want to come here. I think that's going to do more good for us if – if we're not tanking then it would do bad for us by not getting a top quarterback in the draft who might or might not work out for us um so this kind of leads me to my next question of where do you see us i mean i should let me rephrase it do you believe overall this team will be better or worse than last year and let's do this from a talent perspective and then also from a win-loss perspective so start, start with your talent.
1: Um, Talent-wise, I think we're going to be worse. I mean, it, the talent literally shows it. But I think a lot of players that didn't get all the time they needed last season will improve, like DeAndre Swift. I definitely see him being a 1,000-yard um, rusher this season.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: Tyrell Williams, who basically didn't play last year because of his injury, I could see him being an 800, 900 or even a 1,000-yard receiver because of where he's on the team.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: Jeff Okuda, of course, there's no way he can play worse than last season. So right. I I definitely see a lot of young talent improving on this team. Tyra Williams isn't young, though, but <laughs> you know what I'm saying. A lot of talent right. that didn't play well, playing well. But overall, the talent is obviously not as good. But I can definitely see us winning some games this year, and I see us being better than last season.
0: So there's a an image that's floating around Twitter and I don't remember where it is or it's some kind of graphic that some sports caster put out there or whatever, but it is a ranking of free agency and it shows every team in the NFL and percentage that they've increased or decreased in free agency. And lions are the lowest team on that. And most, um, I can't even think right now. They are the worst um, team coming after free agency. So they've done, you know, they've regressed the most through free agency period. And I think that's, you know, extremely easy to see. You know, you lose Matthew Stafford right there. I mean, that's a huge hit right there. Then Kenny Galladay, Marvin Jones, I mean, you're losing all of those pieces. That's they're big pieces. I mean, even players like Jared Davis, you know, it while it's not he wasn't a, an amazing player, he he was still a starter sometimes and we didn't really have much to fill that gap. So, um I agree talent-wise, I think we are significantly worse. However, I also believe that we also need to take into account coaching changes and scheme changes. While I believe that the defense <clears throat> might not have been significantly improved through talent, I think they will be significantly better due to scheme and coaches. Um, the impact that coach can have on a player's ability and progression is huge and you can't downplay that at all and that's i think if the lions had to get a you know the highest grade on anything this off season so far is their coaches and getting the right coaches and i think that's the, that's how they wanted to build this thing is they wanted to start from the top and work their way down so work from making sure they have the right coaches make sure that they have the right personnel then you work down into the team. Let's make sure we've got the right people in the team now, and then we'll, we'll have a successful team. So I liked seeing that. Um, and I think that because we have that significant improvement in coaches, I think that we'll probably I, – I could see us even getting like 500 this year um, just because of the coaches alone and getting the most out of their players. We talked about it a lot last year is when you have a good coach, you know, they'll get the most out of their players. And we didn't see that before, but I think we will this year because um, we got some good coaches. So I, I think, you know, I'm right there with you. I think that personnel-wise and talent-wise, I think we probably are a little worse off. And, you know, that's expected. We're rebuilding. But I think with production, I think we're going to be um, quite quite a ways ahead of where we were last year. Um, and so now I want to move on just real quick to go over some of those free agency acquisitions. Um, I'll just throw it over to you so you can kind of, um, real quick, just kind of go over some of the players that we've got, um, this free agency and off, off, uh, off season portion.
1: All right. So starting off with offense, we got quarterback Jared Goff through the Matthew Stafford trade, of course. We signed quarterback Tim Boyle to a one-year, $2.5 million contract. He was Green Bay's former um, third-string quarterback. Um, We signed former backup uh, Green Bay Packers running back Jamal Williams to a two-year deal worth up to $7.5 million. We signed wide receiver Brashad Perriman from New York uh, with a one-year, $3 million contract. We signed Tyrell Williams to a one-year, $4.7 million contract. He formerly played for Las Vegas. We also signed uh, the New Orleans Saints backup tight end Josh Hill, which the contract has not been announced yet, but I'm assuming it's going to be a low one-year one, one year deal. Um, he had a connection with, of course, our head coach Dan Campbell because he was the tight end's coach at New Orleans. Um, and heading over to the defense, we signed defensive end Charles Harris, former first-round pick. And we re-signed Romeo Okwara to a three-year, $39 million contract. We're thankful for that. Yes. <laughs> we acquired Michael Brockers through a trade from LA Rams. We traded the LA Rams a 2023 seventh-round pick for Michael, Michael Brockers, which steal. is what a steal, exactly. And we also signed a new contract with him, a three-year, $24 million, $11 million guaranteed. That's $8 million a year for Michael Brockers. That's a great sign, trade-in sign. And, that, and we,
0: that deal is also really easy to get out of after the second year. Um, I was looking at that contract as well, and that's another one that he he's on there for three years. However, if need be, it's pretty easy to get out of after two years.
1: Yep. And we also signed former Saints linebacker Alex Anzalone. Uh, to a one year, $1.75 million contract, which is a steal. Um, And we uh, we signed lawn snapper Don Mole back, and he is back Don. for his 18th <laughs> 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 We re signed him for his 18th season for Detroit. Jeez. And we also finally signed kicker Randy Bullock from the Cincinnati Bengals. The contract details have not be- been released, but that is a solid kicker to have.
0: Yeah, I think overall we've done some decent signings, and I think that um, we filled some holes. There's still a lot of holes left to build from. Um, but I think, you know, with that golf restructuring, we have a decent amount of cap space still um, left over right now that we can just, I think we'll probably get some veteran pieces that are cheap, you know, probably in the next few, in the upcoming days here. And we'll make sure, you know, that. Our roster is good to go. By the time that it's good and ready, and then you know draft time comes, we'll get we'll I we'll talk about the draft a lot more coming up. Um, but it's exciting to see what they're doing with this team, um, the direction that they're going. Um, but I think that we are all very excited for that, and I think they've done a good job so far. I think so. I agree. But that is going to end our podcast for today. As always, please make sure to follow the podcast on our Anchor.fm site if you've not done so already. We are also on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. We are all over the place. Make sure to give us a follow. Subscribe to us if you have not done so. And then Make sure to leave us a comment, leave us a review. We would really appreciate it. If you'd like to leave us any messages, any voice messages, you can do so on our anchor.fm site. Or if you want to send us any questions, go ahead and head over to our Twitter account. You can DM us any questions that you would like, and we will take a look at that and answer that for you. Um, But as always, I'll leave you with one final thing. Go Lions!